Welcome to the Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Dave Smith. It's Tuesday, July 26th, and we're the podcast that updates whenever there's news. All day, every weekday. Here's the latest. Walmart is having a bad time. The retail giant, blaming inflation, now says it expects its full-year profit to decline anywhere between 11 and 13 percent. Previously, it predicted just a 1 percent dip in profits, so this is a big drop. According to Reuters, the managing director at Strategic Resource Group called this change a, quote, train wreck for retail. On the plus side, Walmart says it plans to cut prices to move inventory. The Biden administration is trying to speed up production of a new Omicron-specific COVID booster shot. It would target the most transmissible variant yet, BA5. And the reformulated shot may be available as early as September, according to NPR. But there is a trade-off. The administration would need to abandon its plans to make the current booster shot available to people under 50. That's because taking two shots so close together would make the Omicron booster less effective. We should all be very concerned about monkeypox. That's what U.S. Health and Human Services Secretary Xavier Becerra told CNN. Becerra says his concern level is currently a 10 out of 10. We've not had monkeypox the way we've seen it now, and we don't want it to become a part of life the way we're seeing. And so we have to stay ahead of it. He added the Biden administration has increased the number of vaccines available, but is not yet ready to declare a public health emergency as the WHO did over the weekend. We're about a month away from what could be the worst part of summer 2022, the time when borrowers finally have to start repaying their student loans. Federal loan repayments have been pushed since March 2020, and we still don't know if the Biden administration will extend the pause past August 31st. In what could be a good sign, though, the Department of Education has told student loan servicers not to contact borrowers about the looming deadline, according to The Wall Street Journal. T-Mobile has agreed to pay $350 million to customers affected by a huge data breach last year. More than 76 million people may have had their data stolen by hackers. T-Mobile has also agreed to spend another $150 million to upgrade its cybersecurity. But don't hold your breath for a check anytime soon. The company says the settlement won't be approved before December at the earliest. Today and every day, we're updating the refresh from Insider as news happens, so check back whenever you want to know the latest. Coming up, here are some money tips if you just quit your job without any savings. The changing world of hybrid work offers new possibilities. WebEx enables them with an open platform and many integrated partners like Calendly, Gong, and HubSpot. Powerful partnerships power hybrid work. Visit apphub.webex.com. WebEx, working for everyone. The Biden administration wants to strengthen health care protections for gay and transgender people. The Department of Health and Human Services proposed a new rule that would prohibit discrimination in health care based on gender identity and sexual orientation. This protection was originally part of the Affordable Care Act, but the Trump administration blocked it in 2020. The new HHS rule comes as several states passed laws banning gender-affirming care for transgender children. 
The SEC is investigating popular cryptocurrency exchange Coinbase, according to Bloomberg, over suspicions it let Americans trade crypto coins that should have been registered as securities, which would have allowed the agency to keep tabs on them. This comes amid growing pressure to regulate crypto in the U.S., including the bipartisan Responsible Financial Innovation Act recently introduced in the Senate. The Justice Department is suing some of the largest poultry producers in the U.S. for allegedly abusing workers. The lawsuit claims top poultry companies Cargill, Sanderson Farms, and Wayne Farms conspired with a data consulting firm to exchange information about workers' wages. The companies targeted by the lawsuit provide jobs to roughly 90% of all chicken processing workers in the U.S., We just learned more about the Colonial Pipeline leak from back in August 2020, which was revealed to be the largest gasoline pipeline spill in U.S. history. About 2 million gallons of fuel were spilled into a nature preserve in North Carolina. And according to E&E News, no one had any idea about the leak for 18 days until it was discovered by two teenagers who alerted nearby authorities. Just more proof that teens are in fact really good for the planet. In case you still weren't quite convinced that Facebook is desperate to copy TikTok to stop hemorrhaging users, Facebook on Monday said it's creating a new program that lets content creators make money on videos that use licensed music. Sound familiar? This move comes just as last week, Facebook said it would transform its mobile app to look and feel more like TikTok, emphasizing videos and relegating content from friends and family into a separate feed. The Great Resignation continues as layoffs sweep through industries, which means that people are heading into unemployment and many are without savings, especially millennials and Gen Z. A recent Fidelity survey found nearly half of us didn't see the point in saving for the future, which is what happened to insiders Leo Aquino when they quit their job in 2018 with no emergency fund. To be honest with you, at first was really exciting. Hmm. I mean, you know... Beyonce just did that whole song and she said, release your job. And it really did feel like that at first. (laughs) And it probably wasn't until um, like a month and a half later that I was like, oh man, I'm really into some deep, some deep stuff here. Yeah. Was there a moment where you realized that you wouldn't have enough money? The first thing I realized is I couldn't make my uh, credit card payments anymore. Like I thought I could make it through based off, you know, what my rent was and what I usually spend on food, but the credit card stuff that I owed was really what threw me for a loop. And that's when I was like, whoa, like what, what did I do? How did you track your expenses? So I started a a spreadsheet on Google Sheets and, um, you know, I just opened up a new tab every month and I would put in what I spent. I also, you know, categorized it And I had tried the apps before, but, you know, it's kind of the way those are designed. It's kind of like a game. Once I figured out how to, like, quote unquote, win the game, I would really be over it. And so the Google Sheets were really the most consistent practice for me. I've been doing them for a few years now. And, yeah, it just makes me feel like I have a little bit more agency. Like, this is something that I created for myself, for my financial wellness. So when in doubt, a good old-fashioned spreadsheet with pluses and minuses. Yeah. So... You have a few good tips to make sure your account isn't overdrawn. Can you give us some? The first thing is um, adding automatic bill payments to my calendar. I open my bank account and then I open my calendar to see 
okay, here's some bills that are coming out in the next couple days. And then it's easier to kind of do that math and say, okay, it says there's $150, but I really can only spend like 20, 30 bucks today, you know? Because in your calendar, you have my Spotify payment is due, my automatic mm-hmm. credit card payment is due. Yeah, as, as a way to keep track of that. Exactly. Yeah. You also always keep $20 in cash on hand. Yes. I think it just gives me peace of mind because sometimes my account gets overdrawn and then I still need to eat. You know what I'm saying? And I can't yeah. I can't do anything if there's like negative $12 in my bank account and it gets denied. So yeah, keeping 20 bucks in cash, it's just peace of mind that I can go into a grocery store, get what I need. You added a just for fun category mm-hmm. to your budget. So when money is so tight, why is that still essential? I mean, let's be real. Not having money is really depressing. It's really, really <laughs> depressing. So any any little space that I could give myself to be like, this is why I spend money in the first place is to like live a good life is 100% worth it. So yeah, whether it's anything from like getting a coffee with a friend, which I'm like a very extroverted person. So that brings me a lot of joy and a lot of fun in my life. Like even that was like really worth the money or, you know, um, at one point I went on a hike and here in LA, like parking is super expensive. So I just paid for parking so that I could easily go on the hike. It honestly motivated me to keep going. Like it was one of the things where I was like, oh, this is why I'm going to try and earn more money. There's definitely a stigma to living on such a tight budget, especially when you choose to go out to dinner with friends, you know, or splitting the bill or having to cancel events because you just can't afford it. So how did you handle that? I I mean, it really helped me understand who my real friends are, right? Um, So there were a handful of people who would understand like, okay, we need to go somewhere cheap, you know, Um, we need to go somewhere cheap so that you can you can hang or we need to go hang in a park and like, you know, just have a picnic. It was really a handful of people that really understood that and took that to heart. And I honestly, um, I got really good at just understanding that this is this is a situation. This is not necessarily who I am. I just kept telling myself this is temporary. You know, it's just a situation. It's not really it doesn't really mean anything about me as a person. I kind of love that your piece of advice doesn't really have to do with money, Mm -hmm. but it has to do with our relationship to money. Yeah. Thanks for chatting, Leo. Thank you. Leo Aquino is a reporter to Insider covering spending and savings. Make sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play the Refresh from Insider podcast. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. Talk to you soon. Bye.